Listen, I do. I, I want to just say right, right, right now. Um, I do recognise that Father's Day doesn't mean the same for everyone, and that some of you you may be experiencing loss. You may be feeling that afresh today, and some of you, like me, might not have had the best dad in the world. You might have had the best example, and you might have had a tough time growing up. So I want to acknowledge you, uh, and I think I said in the email as well. You know that I pray for you guys that I'm aware of, and those I'm not aware of. You know that you'll be able to really feel who your true father is, despite of that, and despite of how, how things have happened and, and how you may have, have grown up with that. And I prayed for you this morning before I came here. And I want to encourage you to watch or listen again to um, my talk that I did on prayer a few weeks ago. And I want you to think about God. I want you to think about your dearest father. Do you remember I said that Abba Father actually more, probably more accurately translated as dearest father. And I want you to think of how much he loves you because he thinks the world of you. Imagine, if you will, the best dad that you can think of and that is who your heavenly father is. Okay. Imagine the best dad you could think of and that's who your heavenly father is. So in all this kind of celebration and honoring that, that we're going to do over the next 20 minutes or so and for those of us the rest of the day, we acknowledge that not, the be- not all of us had the best time growing up and, and some people may have lost their father in recent years. In fact, whenever you've lost your father, I can't imagine that's something you ever get over. You just learn to deal with it or learn to live with it, should I say. Okay, so I want to acknowledge you guys. Um, so for those of you whose dad's thoughts of dads are happier, uh, Ben, could you grab the mic? I want, what are you planning to do today? And I'm directing this at you young guys as well. So Elsie new guys back there as well. Uh, as well as anybody else. See? Look, what do you think? The question is, who's better looking? It's not a question. Uh, okay, so what are you going to do? What, what dads, or dads, what are you going to do? So stick your hand up. Let us know what you're going to do today to celebrate fatherhood, uh, Father's Day, should I say. Go on, Pete, you first. Hang on, let's shout it out for the record. see the rugby. Yeah, we're going to see the rugby today. First time I've ever been to a rugby game. We're going to take Noah and I'm going to take Pete. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go see Leeds Rhinos beat Hull. Um, all right, somebody else, somebody else. What are you doing today? Or kids, what are you doing to celebrate your dads today? Are you doing nothing at all? Are you just woken up and slapped around the face with a cold fish? We're having a family tea together. Having a family tea. What does that involve? What does that involve? Don't say food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you just eat or do you do anything else? Well, everybody comes together, which is a bit unusual. So your whole family yeah, is coming. Yeah. Wow, and you're going to be centre of attention. Are they going to give you a little hat? <laughs> Possibly. They better do. <laughs> right. Anybody else? What else are you going to do today to celebrate? Oh, Noah, do you want to say something? Giving him presents. Yeah. He gave me presents this morning. You did. And I thank you for those. They were lovely. Yeah, very nice. Um, so that leads on to my thing. I mean, what gifts have you given? What gifts have you given your dad today for Father's Day, guys? You must have given your dad something. Are you shaking? Are you shaking your heads? Oh, guys! Blimey! Wow. Okay. All right. Paul's at the back. There we go. <laughs> I was given a dad survival kit. A dad survival kit. What does that? What does that encompass? Coffee and chocolate. That's good. Good enough for me. I'd like one of those. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I gave him a ring on the phone and said, Happy Father's Day. Yay! There we go. That's a wonderful gift. 
Fantastic. Well done. Alan, are you? I have to go back a year because my kids haven't seen me yet today. Okay. <laughs> but last year, I think it was last year anyway, I got a mug with, not <laughs> mug, I got one, um, and it said, um, grandchildren are the reward for not killing you, your children. <laughs> <laughs> grandchildren are a reward for not killing your children. Well, there, that's a good Christian message right there. Excellent. <laughs> I like that. I think at Christmas I got a mug that said, keep calm and stay ginger or something. Uh, something like that. Anyway. Keep calm, I'm ginger. There we are. Um, so uh, today is it's an opportunity, isn't it, to, to think about... Here we go. He managed to write some of those things down. Thank you, Pete. Um, it's an opportunity to think about good fathers today and to honour our fathers and to, to really give them their due, um, particularly as if, you, if you're, you know, you're older um, you know, and maybe your fathers have passed, but just to think about them, think about how good they were to you and the things you did and to honour them in both memory and activity and the things that we do. But as I said a few moments ago, I also want to think about our Heavenly Father today. And I want to turn it around, and I want to think about the gifts that He has already given us as our dearest Father. So could you please turn to, in your Bibles, Matthew 7. So Matthew 7. You've all brought your Bibles with you, haven't you? And you're all sparking up your Bible apps. Because you come to church, and that's what you bring with you. You bring your Bibles and your Bible apps. And if you don't, maybe you want to be thinking about doing that in future. So Matthew 7, verses 7 to 12, and I'm going to read from the message, so it will be a little bit different to yours if you're not reading the message yourself. You ready? Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't a cat and mouse hide and seek game we're in. If your child asks for bread, do you trick him with sawdust? If he asks for fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. So don't you think that God, who conceived you in... Conceived you in... Come on, be brave. Love. Isn't that good that we, that's all we've been singing about today? Conceived you in love. He will be even better. Here is a simple rule of thumb guide for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. <laughs> I'm going to read that again. That's good. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, and then do it for them. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Add up God's law and prophets, and this is what you get. In other words, thinking of others before yourself. And in today's context, thinking of your fathers, especially before yourself. So, we have here Ben, my glamorous ginger assistant. Come, and these, there are four presents here on the back. So if you could... Right, it should be, yeah, there we go. So I've got four presents. And um, it should be, they should be labeled one through to four. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. There we are. Well, okay. So we need. I need a volunteer. So I need a volunteer. Excellent. Fantastic. Like it. Come on. Come on. Now, could we read before we do anything? Ben, could you help me? Could you read what that label says before you open it? To make with. To mark with love from God. 
to mark with love from God. Okay, so could you open that present for me? So that's clearly my present, but I'm going to let you open it. Just rip it open. All the women in the place are going to go, no, we could save that for next time. No. I'm Pete. I'm Pete, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That'll come in handy in 40 years. Sorry, in my house, I encourage the kids to rip it off at Christmas and birthdays. And Kathy just, just dies. Right, okay, open that up. Open that up there. It's not, it's, it's not a bunch of paper. Oh, right, okay, could you turn that around? Right, so, so Ben, could you hold that up for me? All right. So that's a photo of my kiddiewinks. And I want to say to you that God has given me an amazing family. Uh, I wanted to fit the one with me and Kathy on it, but it wouldn't fit into my little thing there. So I've got lots of pictures at home that, that show how good God is to me by giving me such a wonderful, amazing family. And I, I can't imagine a life without them. And that photo, it, it represents the gift of people that God has put into our lives and that we develop all sorts of different kinds of positive relationships with. So think about the people in your life. Think about those special people. Could you close your eyes, actually? Just for a few moments, close your eyes. That's everybody in the room. (laughs) And think about those special people that God has given you, whether that's family or friends. Just think about them. And also think about the people in this church as well. Maybe it's the person sat right next to you that helps you and supports you. And while you're thinking of them, just send up a quick prayer of thanks for them. Ben, could you pray and thank God for all our friends and family and for the church here as well? Father God, we thank you that in the midst of friends and family, we grow closer to you that your identity becomes more rooted in who we are because the fact that we're spurring one another on. Thank you, Father, we're reminded the Scripture says, do not stop the race of faith. And Father, we thank you that as family and friends, they encourage us to focus on you. Father, we also thank you for the friends and family that we know that don't, know, don't yet know you. And we hold them in our hands and our hearts this morning to you as an offering to say, Father, move in their hearts so that they become part of the wide family of you because they need you to be true in their lives. So, Father, we thank you for family and for friends. Amen. 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 All right, okay, we've got the next gift. Should be marked number two. So could we have a volunteer to open this? Okay. Too oh, slow, kids. Oh. We have two more, so maybe you can get in there. Could you read the label first? Before it says, you... to mark with love from God. Excellent, to mark with love from God. So it says the same thing. Can you throw me a chockey bar? Yeah. <laughs> Can I throw you? Yeah, I got some old school styles. So, uh, oh. That was a good throw, it was a bad catch. Look what you've won, look what All you've right, won. Okay. Can we hold that up? Yeah, that, again, that, that's, that's my present, because that's to me from God. So I'm sorry that there actually isn't a real iPad Air in there. Could we all turn around and have a look what this is? Bring it to the front, Ben, actually. That'd be great. Just avoiding the camera. 
<laughs> so describe, there's nothing in it. Describe what it is. What is it, Ben? Uh, a waste of time. No. Um, it, <laughs> it is an uh, iPad. Uh, iPad Air, I believe. It is. Fantastic. Well, at um, least it's the box that the iPad Air was in. It's a box with the iPad Air that could have been in. Okay. I want to tell you why I've put that in there, because that, to me, represents something. It represents something that I'm good at. It represents something that I enjoy as well. And it represents technology and what you can do with it. So it's not just an iPad, but all technology and, and things like that, whether it be social media and being creative on there, whether it be technology that I love to have at home that, that in quotes, make my life easier, such as Wi-Fi-enabled lights and things like that. Things that, that, that excite me, you know? So if you like going shopping for shoes, that's brilliant. That's what you love. That's what you like doing. Well, I like shopping for technology when and if I can afford it. Um, and it represents me being creative. It represents putting together simple videos, so like that Ignite video from a few weeks ago, which we will be recommencing our Ignite series. And I put that together, and I enjoyed doing that, and I enjoyed displaying it and showing it. It represents also my gift of, of problem solving. I, I love, there's nothing better I love than, than, than showing people how to sort out tech so it makes their life better. They might even realize that your life can be made better in all sorts of different ways by understanding these things a little bit more. And I, and I enjoy doing that and walking people through that process. But also it speaks of this gift of problem solving and teaching that God has put on my life for lots of other things. Expounding on the word of God and, and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I love that. And that's what that represents to me. And I want to ask you then, what has God given you in terms of talents and skills? What has he given you? And be, be bold. Be, you know, you know, we sometimes mistranslate what humble means. You know, humble is just, uh, well, I'm not going to go into that. Just, just, just be bold. Just turn to the person next to you and just share with what, what you're good at. What talents and skills has God given to you? So turn to the person next to you. It might be a wife or your husband. Be good to remind each other what you're good at and, and the talents and skills, or it could be somebody else. Just spend a moment just doing that. Turn to somebody and share something that you're good at. So I've, I've heard ironing, ironing at the front here. Ben, could you go around just maybe, let's, yeah. let's see what some people are good at. A couple of volunteers. If I have to bribe you, I'll give you a Kit Kat. Oh, okay, Pat, there we go. Pat. Patricia's put a hand up. Okay, so Pat's gonna share what she's good at. Oh, okay, yeah, go for it, go for it. So, this lovely lady to my right, good at encouraging people. Good at encouraging, what a great gift that is, and we need well more done. encouragers in the church. I've given you a chockey bar already, but you do want to shout out what your mum's good at? My, my mum's good at... Are you good at? She's good at washing up. Washing yeah. up. Washing Modelling up. it for you, yeah? Excellent. Anybody else? Somewhere over this end of the... What somebody said that they're good at to Pat, you? Great. Have a Kit Kat, but only have to say first what you want to say. I'm a, a sewer and a knitter. A knitter. Awesome. Yeah. We need more knitters in the church. Could you knit Mark a pair of underpants? Amen. <laughs> yes, Cornelius. Um, my mum's good at um, looking after me. Looking after oh. you. Absolutely. We She's need more mums in the church. She also makes a great bread and butter pudding, I believe. <laughs> yes. My granddad's good 
He is good at fixing things. So Pop is good at fixing things. We need more fixers in the church. Absolutely. Got. Okay. Got, okay. You, We've got one more here. Yeah, on, one more. Uh, Where Jeff, are we Jeff here, I think. Jeff, tell me how good your wife is. I'm good at anything. Oh, you're, you're good, good at anything. Yeah. <laughs> Forget my wife. We need more Jeffs in the church. We need more Jeffs. There you go. Go on. I'm good at writing. You are good at writing. I'm good at writing. Well done. And guess what? We need more writers in we the do. church. Excellent. Good stuff. I want to read you Romans 12, verses 4 and 6. And once again, I'm going to read from the message. Romans 12, verses 4 and 6. In this way, we are like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole. That's an important sentence. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole. Okay, the whole gives you your meaning, not the other way around. And that was deep, that was a whole preach there. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. That's us, it's me and you. Those of us who have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we're his chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and functioning as part of his body. But as a chopped off finger or a cut off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be who we are made to be. Without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves to others or trying to be something that we aren't. That's, they're so good and wise words, aren't they? Comparison is a killer. You are who God has made you to be. Be that person. Be the best person the best version of you that you can be. Fantastic. All right, okay, we got the next gift, Ben. And, uh, it's number three, yeah? Number three, that's yes. quite... Yeah, there we go. So oh, Cornelius was Cornelius, good. Cornelius, let's do Cornelius. Cornelius, it's something rackling. You've already got a chalky bar. Okay, so can you read you... the label out loud first? Two mark with love from God. Great. Two mark with love yeah, from God. Let me hold God. that chocolate for you. Oh, Daddy holds it. It might, it might melt, Daddy. <laughs> Any time today, Cornelius, that would be, that'd be helpful. There we go. <laughs> Talk us through what's happening there, Ben. Uh, I, it's, uh, it's, he's ripping something. He's is, ripping. It, is it Doctor Who related, do you think? Uh, I, I doubt it. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, so Cornelius, what have we got there? Can you speak into the mic? Keys. Keys. All right, Ben, bring it to the front. Thank you, Cornelius. That's what a really wonderful key ring you've got on there, my friend. What, the one that says Missional Generation? <laughs> can, you, can you hold, hold that up? Of course hold, I hold will. It, hold it up, hold it up. So this, this is my set of car keys. And I, I, I put those in there because this represents the physical things that God can provide us with. Not just spiritual. He, he wants to give us physical stuff as well. He can provide for our spiritual needs, but he wants to provide... For our physical needs too. He wants to give us good things, doesn't he? He does. And look, we've had the card that key belongs to. We've had it now for a number of years. And uh, some, probably some of you don't know, we were generously gifted money to buy that car. Absolutely blown away by that when, when we were told that. Uh, you know, it, amazing. Um, and because that gift, it came after our family had got too big. For our little red saxo. If anybody remembers us with a little red saxo. And we've been praying reasonably regularly 
for God to provide us with a solution to our little red saxo problem because clearly it just wasn't wasn't big enough. I remember coming back from Covenant College with it, uh, bringing our mattress back home, and it was stuck out all the windows, you know, bowing down on the head up the motorway. And we were just, you know, we were pregnant with Neve, and so things were going to get bigger and things were going to expand. Um, and God provided us with a solution to our literally growing problem. He provided stuff. He answered our prayers. But not only, he didn't answer it with a mysterious brown envelope, you know, or, or some zeros added into our bank account. He, added, he answered our prayer through his people in this church. God answers prayer through people. And, and I love that. And we were blown away by that. And so that's, that's what that represents. Because we talk to God a lot. But the people who generously gave us the finance to be able to buy that car had learned to listen for a response. They'd learned to not only pray to God, but to go, okay, God, what are you now saying back to me? And I think we need, we need, a, we need a culture of listening. Not only in the church, but in the secular world at large. But let's start with us. Let's learn to listen to one another. And more importantly, let's learn to listen to God. Yeah? Fantastic. It blew us away. Jesus said we should ask God for things we need each day, and we can be certain that our Heavenly Father will provide it for us. Remember what it says in Matthew 7? How much more will your Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? Nothing to lose. Let's ask Him. All right, so to my last gift. Listen. Yeah, good lesson. Nice, like it. So to my last gift. Oh, now, I wonder what this is. I wonder what this is. The size of an apple. Okay, I need... Oh, all right. Um, Go on. I'll let you do it down at the front here. Now, read the little tag for me. Okay, read that out loud. Big loud voice. To make God with love. To mark God God with love. So that says... Do you want to open it? To mark God with love. Ben, you'll need to just be a little bit careful as it's opened here. Okay. So that label... Did anybody notice that label said something slightly differently? To mark God with love. So I wonder what's going to be on here, in here. Because obviously I don't know. I'm making this sermon up on the fly. Let's be very careful with that and the base Tell me what well. it is. Uh, the cross. The cross. Oh, yes. Here we go. Okay. So Ben, you could you put it on the, just for the moment... Yeah. Uh, has the base come off? No. No. There we go. You might need to hold that actually. To mark God with love. So, what do you think this represents? State the obvious. God. What else does it represent? Jesus. Shout it out loud. I can't hear. I'm sorry. Ben, you, we, need, we need your mic, buddy. You could, you could lay that down if, you, if it doesn't stand up. Carry it, shall I? Yeah, there yeah. we go. Here we go. Who was speaking? Chris. It's the sacrifice he made for the us. sacrifice he made for us. Brilliant. Karen at the front here. Um, I believe it represents God's love. Represents God's love. Mm. Sometimes, as kind of 
charismatic evangelicals, we can throw the baby out with the bathwater and get rid of all kind of symbiology and, and all that kind of stuff. But actually, do you know what? I like being reminded of the cross. Now, my cross is empty. Jesus is no longer on the cross. He's no longer suffering. He's, with glory. He's in glory with our Father in heaven. But that represents God's ultimate gift to me and you. God's ultimate gift to the world, to creation. This, is, this represents the gift of God himself. To mark God with love. He gave himself for me. The gift given through life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. And then through the continuing work of the Holy Spirit within us. What an amazing gift. You know what? That's the best gift ever. Do you agree with that? That's the best gift ever. And that gift I want to give to others. Or at least what I want to do is help them recognize they have access to that gift. A gift only becomes a gift when you receive it. And I want other people to receive the gift that he's so freely given to us. That is our mandate. To see people set free by helping them receive the gift of his son. Jesus showed us what God was like and how we can know him as our Abba Father. Or as I said, like I said a few weeks ago, our dearest Father. The Holy Spirit is the helper that Jesus has sent to help us in that relationship with God. To get to know him better. What an amazing gift. Now, on your chairs, guys, you will have found a gift tag. So have a look around. It's quite a large gift tag. So once you've found one, you will need a pen. So maybe you can ask your neighbor if you haven't got a pen. Okay, let me just tell you what I'd like you to do with that gift tag. I would like you to write on that gift tag... Or draw on that gift tag something that you're thankful to God for or something that you need help with, a request to God. Okay, so I want you to write down and, or draw something you want to thank God for. Now, it could be, that could be an individual. It could be a friend, family or, uh, family or a friend person. It could be something that's entirely unique to you. Something that nobody else will ever write down. You could write or draw something that you want to ask God for. Like a situation that you need help with. And you don't have to write your name on it if you don't want. Okay? Once you've done that, what I'd like you to do is to bring your requests to this big box here. That represents God's gift to you. And I want you to tie it on this red ribbon. So I want everybody to tie their own gift tag on this red ribbon that is around the box there. Could you do that? It's good to do that, to think, what am I thankful for? And maybe to ask God for something that you need help with. And you can either write or draw, and you could put your name on it or not. Okay, I'm going to read some of these, some of these out. Thanks for your amazing world. Brilliant. Thank you, Daddy God. I'm so thankful you called me to purpose. Please show everyone in my family you love, your love, and plan for them. Some of these are amazing, guys. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all of my family and for your absolute faithfulness to us. written here, just drawn here, a house, thankful for a home maybe. Somebody praying for healing and support. Somebody thanking their family for being that help and support. Well, there's a, there's a God thing. Your support and your help is, is right here. Your family. If you've not been up to have a look, please get up to have a look. Or maybe if you're not comfortable in doing that, just look at what. Look at this. Look at all these tags. For those of us who believe God means everything, doesn't He? He is our rock. And He's given us and we are part of his bride. And, you know, that just speaks of an intimate relationship with God. That each and every one of us has access to. Okay, if you're a young person or a, or a younger than that person, can you come to the front and can you grab one of these? We have bought every father a gift. So if you're a young person, grab one of these and go give it to your daddy. Why don't you wait, Neve? <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow, I didn't expect that. I'm going to put this here. If your granddad's here, hint, hint, why don't you go give him one? And if there's somebody who has been a father to you, grab one of the boxes and come and give it to that person. If there are fathers here, thank you, darling. There are fathers here who don't have any grandkids or children here. Why don't you grab a box and go give it to them as well? So I can see a few people here that need a box. So come on, family. Step up, grab a box, and go give it to those individuals. You know who I'm talking about. Bless you guys. I want to say to you, fathers, I want to say to you, church, these things weren't cheap. I say that because I want to know that I value you. I value you. And I don't want to scrimp and save to give you the very least of what we can afford. I want to give you the best of what we can afford. Because God gave the best of what he had through his son. And as again, as I said a few weeks ago, if we truly believe that God is our provider, then let's live that out. 
and always give generously back to him what is his through our finances and through our service because he is worthy he is good amen let's all stand we're going to say the Lord's prayer together and I'm going to pray the traditional version because that's again like I said that's the one I grew up with that's the one that trips off the tongue but you pray whichever version you want let's pray it together our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen amen let's give God a huge round of applause thank you Lord God in this house we are real but we also make mistakes and when we do we make sure we say sorry we give second chances to anyone and we also have lots of fun in this house we definitely forgive we also do loud we give the best hugs. We are family. And in this house, that means we, we love. love.